You're listening to the Tech Edition Podcast, episode 43, Tech in a Box. It is December 10th, 2009. You're listening to the Tech Edition Podcast. I'm your host, Sergio. Uh, this week, we're kind of short-staffed. We got Clarence and Carl. What's up, guys? What up, what up, what up? How y'all good people's doing? Uh, one more game. I got something on the site that half of <laughs> half the earth might like. <laughs> <laughs> Did you mean the female half? <laughs> yep. Yeah, the, the, the fair sex. Or, or those of my sex that are fair. In the brain, I swear, dude. If if you're just fishing for hits, you're gonna win. <laughs> yeah, see, if we get to see, if we can get some jump ups like uh, during the Transformers premiere. Another movie that's probably considered uh, sexist toward one gender. Yeah, I mean, we we really need to amp up our not suitable for work policy. Or <laughs> <laughs> an what? What is it? NSFA? Not suitable for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> really? For <laughs> you, <Ill>, men. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we we got some news topics. We have our our, our deals of the week. Uh, we'll check and see what we're watching and playing. Tech roundup. We have all kinds of stuff to talk about this week. So we're just going to jump right into news. Clarence, you do the honors. Go first. All right. Let's start off with Amazon Everywhere. Well, at least this is what I'm calling it. Uh, apparently, Amazon is offering a service, and right now it's only on select DVDs and Blu-ray discs. To where you buy the DVD, and while you're waiting for it to be shipped, you can actually start streaming the uh, digital copy or download the digital copy. Um, I just think this is just a step in the right direction. It's just it's something. What? What? Yeah, keep going. Keep going. I, I, just, I have very, very good comments about this. Keep going. No, 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 no. I, yeah, it's just something that's probably should have been done but but i mean we're just moving in the right direction with this to be able to buy a movie instead of having to wait for the the top of the line blu-ray copy that you just bought you can go ahead and watch the crappy version until it gets there (laughs) it's it's just an added feature my my, my, the thing is what if it sucks you know (laughs) i will return it cancel that's true. Yep, never open it and send it back unless yeah. they got a. They're gonna say, "Hey, you watched it. You can't return the the the, the, digital, the physical copy." Yeah, I'm. I'm sure, pretty sure you're gonna keep some of the money. <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> you downloaded the digital copy. Half refund. Yeah, that's, that's, that brings uh, up another question too, though. Um, is this ver- can you say download as in actually have a physical copy on your hard drive? Well, a- according to the uh, new tel- TV article newtv.com article you'll be able to either download a copy to your pc uh watch it stream through amazon.com because you know they have their own tv service uh, video service i'm sorry or also watch it through i guess there's like an amazon tivo plug-in or something ah. so so there's going to be three choices apparently well, and i i guess oh, it makes sense like almost all major releases now are coming with a, a a digital copy with the, the the Blu-ray. So this is, I guess, just preemptively giving you the digital copy prior to receiving your your disc. So it makes sense. Uh, it, it, it they just have to be very careful not to fall into the pitfalls of people just returning it because they've seen it now and they don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing that makes me wonder though too is, um, okay, all the all the movie companies are okay with this. 
Uh, that I don't know. Because <laughs> as a person who loves watching Netflix, I streaming Netflix, they kit they're they're doing their damnness to get movies, you know, streamable. But sure, that's a rental service, and then a lot of companies do still frown on frown on rental. So maybe they're able to get away with it because you did legitimately purchase a physical copy. Yeah, and also I only see these the uh, people doing this are the, also the guys who, you know. Uh, nowadays, a lot of people are packaging packaging in the digital copies as extra disc or whatever. Yeah. So it's probably when most of the guys that are doing that already are gonna start allowing Amazon to do this. Yeah, so, and all the major movie companies are on board with the digital copies. So. Yeah, I mean it's it's the future. So I mean. The future. That's a question I have. It's <laughs> not a question I have too. Um, these digital copies of the movies. Um, are there secu- What kind of securities are in these files? Uh, I know they're playable on iPods. Yeah, I mean, uh, but I don't know about security. I mean, iTunes has their own for uh, DRM on on their service. Uh, I, I'm pretty. I've never downloaded uh, any video from Amazon. I've only streamed. But um, I know Amazon MP3s are unlocked, so I'm not really sure what kind of security they're going to have on there. Yeah, that's I'm pretty I'm sure wondering. that. Yeah, they're going to have some type of DRM undoubtedly though. Because I have a, I have a three year old four point three inch uh, MP3 video player. And I don't uh, want to get it. I don't want to get a new player just so I can support the security in the video. Dude, if I was to legitimately get the video, you really have to rearrange your wording on that sentence, dude. When you say I have a three-year-old, I'm like, what? No, you don't. <laughs> no, no I, I have a three-year-old MP3 video. Well, I have a I have an MP3 player that is three years old. Oh, oh, that makes sense. Oh, all right. <laughs> uh, moving right along from video to music. Uh, are any of you guys familiar with the Amazon uh, streaming service? Not not Amazon. I'm sorry, Pandora. <laughs> Pandora is wonderful. Yeah, I, Pandora Radio. Um, have used the car? I've tried it. But I don't want to have to create no subscription service to all of the internet radio stations that I already listen to. So we don't have. Well, let me just explain what Pandora is. Uh, Pandora is uh, a station that picks the ne- next song you listen to. Um, based on the first song you entered, or the first or the artist name typed in. So, just say I go to Pandora, I sign up for me account, whatever. I type in Kanye West. Uh, the first song they're going to give me is going to be Kanye West, uh, or whatever particular song you typed in. But the next song that they're, they're going to give you is going to be a song that is like that song or close to that song. Now, you have the option to give the song a thumbs up or a thumbs down. And and by doing that, you kind of set the tone for the next set of songs you're going to get. <clears throat> so uh, this is a service I use, like, when it first came out on PC. I used it way back when. But I've also had the uh, the app on my iPhone, and I've I've actually used it over 3G, like, listening to music that way. But to get to the story, um, they're supposed to be putting this in cars, uh, built-in devices in the cars where you can do this. It's about and, yeah, just just another step in the right direction, and I can see this stepping on the toes of things like um, uh, satellite radio and and things like that. <clears throat> it's, it's just making regular radio more defunct and useless. <laughs> yeah, mm. really. Well, not really. Like I guess, I guess you can compare that to all of the premium movie channels and and uh, other like network television, um, but ABC, NBC are still like in Fox are still like, you know, the great channels. Cause you know, they're pretty much, they're the local stations, but then they're still 
were a franchise, but then your radio station is a franchise as well. Uh, but, but this is something I've been looking for for a long time. I'm like, why hasn't they stuck? Why haven't they installed some, you know, just simple, just like in the uh, uh, Amazon Kindle, some sort of cellular radio into the radios where I can listen to some internet radio stations? Because like right now, I I plug into my phone into the uh, the stereo out jack into a FM transmitter, and so. I can listen to internet radio through my phone in my car. Damn, like, you're going the long way around, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, like another thing about Pandora that is uh, commercial free. I don't know about that. Well, is, is it not any longer? It's, it's not any longer. Like, you'll get a commercial maybe once every 30 minutes. Okay, and it'll well, be like I, maybe a 30 minute, 30 second commercial. It's nothing, nothing bad, but there are some. Okay, well, I may have not, <laughs> I may have not used it in the last month or two. It may have been like that for a while. I've just never noticed. Maybe I haven't listened long enough. <laughs> well, yeah, well but... that's the one thing I do like about radio commercials, though, is unlike television commercials, radio commercials are local. You know, local. Yeah, even though you know it might be a McDonald's or something on there. Well, when you but see I, this... unlike TV, I won't be getting a, <laughs> a Long John Silver's commercial, and we don't have any of those around here. <laughs> but when you see, but you hear the same promotion. 20 times in the in the one hour it does get kind of annoying yeah well but then they it, do that back-to-back hour play sometimes where they just play songs for an hour straight before you get interrupted yeah because no one wants to buy ad time on the radio anymore <laughs> but it's, it's like i agree a, a good local radio station is wonderful but with yeah. clear channel buying them all out there uh, aren't there aren't that many just decent local radio stations anymore that's who i was trying to think of yeah those that those people yeah, and like you just mentioned earlier, Carl, with uh, devices like the Kindle that's having 3G built into it, um, apparently what this article is also proposing, like you, you pay for that stuff when you buy the car. So just uh, say you pay an extra $1,000 when you buy your car to have like unlim- unlimited streaming um, as long as you go through their service. So, I mean, it's just a step in the right direction. It's a step where everything is just is moving. <clears throat> Just a way for them to track you on the grid, man. <laughs> oh, they're doing that now. They now they're just allowing you to to use some of that bandwidth that they already been using to track you with. <laughs> well, if, well, if you have a, a GM car with the OnStar, or either have the uh, have what is it, the four with the sync, you're getting tracked somehow. <laughs> yep. Or like you just possibly <laughs> tracked. Like like my conspiracy theorist father always says, I'll never buy a new car. I'm keeping my 1955 Chevy, uh, Chevy Bel Air. Because I told y'all, one day they're going to release a car, and when they don't want you to leave, they just press a button and you can't even start it. <laughs> Lojack. <laughs> <laughs> you know there's a thing called Lojack does the same thing, right? Yep. But I'm like, <laughs> he, he's been talking about this like since the 80s. Oh, like, they, they stole they, his idea. <laughs> well, actually, actually, wasn't his idea. It was just his fear that he knew the government was going to do it soon, so they can, you know, be more in control as we can be in that mirror's edge universe. So that <laughs> oh, then everything's going to be nice and clean and white. Awesome. Yeah, big <laughs> watching. Speaking of streaming stuff, to things. Uh, yeah, like yeah. stuff. Uh, yeah. Uh, apparently, the iPhone is has a streaming app now uh, through the UStream service. You can actually use, I think it's the uh, iPhone 3G or the 3GS to actually stream over the uh, 3G uh, data network on AT&T. Um, I ha- haven't actually tried this yet, but I've seen some posts where some people posted some video about this. But And it actually looks decent. Uh, actually, 3G doesn't even have video functionality. It just has the uh, the picture camera. 
but it does like allow you to record video through that uh camera even though i think it's a little bit slower it's just kind of cool that you can do this over 3g basically creating like live broadcasting anywhere wow it's it's kind of amazing this makes me think of another thing um kind of unrelated to the Ustream, but okay, they got the Apple iPhone. AT&T has the Apple iPhone. Is it really, I would think it's a waste of money for companies to you know, even give uh, AT&T any more f- new phones, because well, there's people who don't want the iPhone, but it's almost like uh, hitting your pocket in the bank, like you should just expect your phone is not going to sell well uh, being being on AT&T. <laughs> yeah, that does make sense. Yeah. Yeah, I can I can see them carrying some blackberries and then the iPhone. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> and then the, the free the free phones for the people who say I don't need a camera and all that extra video stuff. Well, well, you think that's bad? What happens when the other carriers start carrying iPhone? Which it is rumored that Verizon may be getting it sometime next year. But wow. it's it's just, it's just gonna everybody's gonna have an iPhone. That's I fine. mean, not like everybody yeah. doesn't have one right now, but, but <laughs> I won't I won't ever get one. Only way I get one is Apple puts a physical credit keypad on it. Yeah, a slide mm. out some kind of way hidden. That's not happening. Yep, that's why I would never have one. I, I don't want to. I don't want to lose my tactile feedback completely. Yeah, but let me let me uh, briefly get back to this story. There was also some news last week about uh, another iPhone app. I cannot remember the name of the life of me, but it actually allows you to stream video. To Skype, I mean, a watch video from another Skype account that's broadcasting video. Um, I know with the last, before the last iPhone came out, it was rumored that the iPhone would have a camera on the front as well as the back. So <laughs> I could very well see on the next iteration of the iPhone them having a camera on the front and being able to do a live video conference call uh, over 3G. And it's going to it's going to come if iPhone doesn't do it. Some other company is going to do that soon. I'm surprised no one has done done it already. Well, okay. actually, uh, HTC has done it. Um, so, yeah, are you paying attention every, to every, HTC? But they uh, <laughs> did they take the, the camera out when it came over the, here? Yeah, all the American carriers took the inside, took the front facing camera out. <laughs> That's so stupid, man. <laughs> one up. I'm like, why? That did it? Did they save that much more money taking the extra? Because <laughs> their networks can't handle the traffic. That's what it is. <laughs> and they don't want you to get what you what you're paying for in your extra twenty five bucks a month or whatever it is, twenty bucks a month for data. Speaking of three G, have have either of you realized that we're going through the same crap that we went through ten or fifteen years ago when cell phones first started coming out, and they're all like, "We have the better map. We have the better map. No, we have the better map." <laughs> Well, I, I, especially in that case, I think back then it made a lot more sense because it was so many gaps. But but yeah, this yeah, but this this uh, argument is is kind of getting out of hand. I'm seeing the new AT and T commercials that are coming on with the uh, with Owen Wilson's brother, Luke Wilson, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Dude, commercials. Bad. Yeah, those commercials <laughs> are lame. The AT and T commercials are so lame. I'm like, oh, please. Well, I, I'm just like, we're doing this again. Really? Yeah. Yep. And then, then next we're gonna be like, we have better four G coverage. No, we have better four oh, G. Oh yes, look at our maps. Speaking we're the only four, ones with four G. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of four G, uh, Sprint Sprint does have four G here in Dallas, and also there's another wow. comp- There's another company called Clear, which they're offering four uh, G modems uh, for your laptops and 
I, I don't know if they have have devices yet, other devices that do this, but yeah, they're offering 4G service uh, citywide, which is pretty cool. Wow. Wow. I don't see that coming to Mississippi anytime soon. <laughs> Look at my map. Oh, my map. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so Carl, you have some stories as well this week. Oh, yeah. And I guess feeding off of uh, iPhone, an AT&T product, and me wondering why a company would release a, a great phone with AT&T, because you can't compete with the iPhone. But LG has taken that first jump. And another first as well is AT&T, the first U.S. carrier with the one gigahertz Snapdragon processor in a phone. And another first, uh, the LG Expo, the name of the phone, it also has an optional Pico projector you can buy. Um, for those wondering with the Pico projector, that's that small portable projector. And when I say portable, I'm talking about fit in your pocket, not the, you know, compact one. I guess it's a better name for those now. Uh, but the LG Expo has a slide-out keyboard, 3.2-inch screen. Um, it's running Windows Mobile, uh, one gigahertz Snapdragon processor made by Qualcomm, same company that makes all the processors for HTC phones. Um, I'm currently waiting myself for uh, probably early next year. Um, it's rumored. Um, I don't know if Verizon's going to get it, but HTC is supposed to be releasing uh, the touch the uh, the, the Touch HD 2, this phone is a 4.3-inch phone uh, with the one point, with the one gigahertz Snapdragon processor in it. I might not get it, though, because, like I said uh, just a few seconds ago, I don't want to lose my credit keyboard because it's a touch-only phone. Um, but I am looking forward to the one gigahertz Snapdragon processor. And that, that LG Expo, definitely a neat phone. Um, I read is another... keyboard built in? Is that, uh, I mean, yes, that keyboard with the projector built in? You said the keyboard with the projector? I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say keyboard. I meant to say it's the projector built in. Because oh, no. No, it's, it's an optional attachment. Oh, it's an attachment. Because I'm saying yeah. for these look like they're just holding up the whole phone and it's projecting a movie. Yeah. It, uh, it, it, like, it looks from what I've seen in some uh, some hands-on, it it replaces the battery, per se. Ah, it's like okay. take your battery cover off and take the battery out. And then I'm guessing there's some special connectors down there. And so then the projector becomes the battery, the battery cover, and the projector all on the back wow. of the phone. I'm also, I think they said you got to have a business account to get this phone. So I wonder what oh, the battery life is on once you start running the projector. It can't be long. <laughs> That's a good question because that little pocket projector I had, it only got one hour out out of the out of its battery. Wow, so you can watch the opening sequence of Avatar and that'll be it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. By the time they. The, the, right by the time they start putting humans into the whatever the native alien race bodies are is when it goes out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I just have an issue with this website because this is an LG website and it has an unboxing video. Dudes, hands off. That's our job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's like, is that even fair? Like, they can have <laughs> unboxing our own product. Well, they, they can do a boxing and an unboxing. It's like, <laughs> Like, look, we're going to steal your thunder. They might as well do one of them uh, discovery videos showing this is how it's made or whatever. <laughs> They're going to do that. <laughs> yeah, they really could just show up coming off the assembly line and getting put in a box and then shipped to one of us for free. You know, hey, you're, you're listening, LG? Uh, I like to test your phone. Uh, I don't have AT&T, but you can send me a SIM card. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll play with it. I'll give it, I'll give it back. <laughs> uh, moving on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, moving on. Um, 
Oh, we were just speaking about that projector, but if he moves to some more lens or, or you know, uh, display technology, well, not exactly display, display technology, uh, but the, the <laughs> king of the flimsy transition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah DXG, um, a group of people, uh, companies, Taiwan, Taiwan company, I believe, who actually who makes, to in my opinion, very good uh, budget dual digital cameras. Um, I spoke about this camera a long time ago, but it's actually out now. Um, I forget the site. It's an import site. Um, and it's not the DSG. It's not DSG branded. It's one of their Chinese um, publishers or uh, developers who I forget their name. Ryko, R-I-C-O-H. Uh, but this camera, it it's only it retails for like three hundred twenty dollars. But the purpose that is the reason it has my attention. It records at two hundred and forty frames per second. Wow! Um, wow! That's overkill. <laughs> yeah, that's significant overkill. Um, but the one that I saw for sale, I'm guessing they dumbed it down some. Um, it only records that high frame rate at 320 by 240. Ooh, oh, ugly. Yeah. ugly. <laughs> yeah, that's. Re- I was just gonna ask you, do, does it do that in HD? Because that would be freaking that awesome. Would be unbelievable. We're making it's a like- feature length film. Like like, <laughs> you can record NES games at 260 frames, <laughs> or used to record Sega Genesis games. Sure. <laughs> but, yeah, that's a letdown. They might as well not even put it in there. That's if that's the resolution you're capturing it, or at least make it where you know you can get 120 frames per second at 640 by 480. Uh, you can record in 64 games <laughs> or Dreamca- Dreamcast games. I think it did yeah. 640. But yeah, it was retail. I think it's retail for like three sixty, three twenty to three hundred sixty dollars. Um, it's not bad for a ten megapixel camera with that with that frame per second. But I, I think we just go ahead and have to wait for the next iteration, where like you guys said, hopefully this high frame per second can be at least put in WVGA. That way you can record your Wii games at extremely high frames per second. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, well, uh, I have a news topic. Let's talk about some video games. Oh, yeah. Uh, in, the NPD numbers came out, I believe, today, actually. And guess what? Modern Warfare kicked everything's ass. Wow, surprising. <laughs> yes, it, it moved about 6 million copies between the Both uh, 360 and the PS3. Uh, of course, the, the PC numbers weren't posted, but... Yeah, it hands down won the won the month. Uh, other notables in the month were uh, New Super Mario Brothers uh, pulling in one point two or one point three mil. Uh, Assassin's Creed two it did well, but not as well as Assassin's Creed one, which is strange because really? apparently yeah. it's a better game. I blame the economy. <laughs> uh, I blame Walmart. <laughs> Take the GameStop route. <laughs> so I'll just wait a couple months, uh, but yeah, it was it was a pretty big month. It was down from last year, but you're not going to be Call of Duty. Yeah, and you know what's bad about this list? <laughs> like, like like Assassin's Creed is like the only one on the list that is going to be forgotten about pretty quickly because the rest of the games on here are going to have a slow burn. At least I think so. Definitely Mario. Oh yeah, Mario will be in the top. And definitely Call of Duty, and and also uh, maybe Left 4 Dead. Like but, Reggie said, he said, uh, "We're gonna beat Call of Duty. We just need the whole holiday season, and we're only gonna beat the sales <sighs> per on a single platform." 
Not man, look at those numbers, though, man. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. I, and I, I think it's safe to say Call of Duty is more popular than Halo. Just hands down. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think so. Uh, uh, no carry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still, you know, I still don't want this game. I don't know why. I do, I but I have not no desire to get it. Maybe I need to go ahead and play the first one. Isn't it like super cheap now? <laughs> It, yes, it, well, it's not super cheap. It's like thirty bucks, but it's super short apparently. Uh, um, one one notable that's not on this list is Tony Hawk Ride. No, no, I don't think anyone thought it would be on there, but it's it, it sold under one hundred and fourteen thousand copies. Wow! Across all it's three just, platforms. Across all platforms, yeah it wow. it bombed so. But you gotta also think you're paying a premium to get it because you gotta pay for the hardware. So premium? that's that's already well not a premium. You're paying for it again because that's almost what that's that's already one big flag against any console that has packed in uh, hardware. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Rock Band and Guitar Hero. <laughs> Rock Band and Guitar Hero kind of gave all the other companies rose tinted glasses. Oh, and Nintendo Wii. They're like, oh my god, this is we can finally sell all this plastic crap. <laughs> Sega, Sega was just a little too early with the uh, 32X and CD, but this is the generation for extra stuff you only use once. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I love when they announced the board. It was like, we can use it for all kinds of games, you know, like skateboarding games and snowboarding, snowboarding games, uh, and surfing, surfboarding games. <laughs> like, you know, like the balance board. <laughs> I love how you just said that. You know, like the balance board. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 I, I think about halfway through the development cycle, Activision was like, what the hell are we doing? Because <laughs> Let's just get it out there. Yeah, let's just, just screw it. Just put it out. <laughs> it's, it's already paid for. Yeah, we, we can file it on our taxes. We have to lose some money anyway. Yeah, it's it's a... Uh, <laughs> we got we to gotta do something for Tony Hawk. He's still on the payroll. I, I would love to see him <laughs> demonstrating this product. I want to see him sell, try to sell the product. I haven't seen anything yet. I've seen him, I've seen him talk about it, but I haven't seen him on the actual board. Yeah, why haven't they done that? I haven't even, I haven't even seen a commercial for this game. Probably well, just I'm ridiculous telling you. Who's on. <laughs> they spent all the money on the board. Well, because Act- <laughs> as I said, during the development process, Activision was like, this isn't working, but we've put money into it, so we have to release it. <laughs> oh, man, it goes to say a, a lot about running your mouth before, or stuff leaking out, which you allow to leak out before something is, is really ready. Yeah. Because there's been a lot of hype around this thing. Yeah. And it's not hovering and around forty something. And everyone yeah. loved it at E three who tried it out. I didn't even waste my time. They probably didn't let me step in there. They were like, Oh, this is a prototype, you're gonna break it. <laughs> <laughs> I say if, if I don't break it, you could use that as a as a marketing tool. Real <laughs> men can ride Tony Hawk's ride. <laughs> You'd step up on the step up on the platform and like, Whoa, coach. Sorry. <laughs> hey sir, you know something else is surprising about this list? The uh, console sales. The console sales. Yeah. Oh, why didn't I look at that? Supposedly, PS3 was supposed to like demolish the 360 during the last uh, last month. Don't oh, look they, like that happened. <laughs> they were, oh wow! Yeah, the, the, the 360 did win. That's surprising. Uh, PS3 numbers look look to have like doubled though, which I guess yeah. is better. And I, I wonder who's like sw- really doing the the swing of the PR on this because 
I mean, I mean that that story was really out everywhere that the PS3 was like gonna, was crushing. Yeah, that the, was last month. <laughs> they well, hadn't counted. They hadn't counted the uh, all the one hundred dollar gift card Xboxes yet, even though Carrie said they did that before and it worked. So they said, "Hey, let's do it again," and it I, worked again. I, I I think it's Call of Duty's fault <laughs> because a, a lot oh. of people picked up an Xbox with Call of Duty. And oh yeah, they, 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 they didn't have a Call of Duty bundle, did they? No, they didn't. And a lot of people don't see Call of Duty as a PlayStation game. Like I don't yeah. even think Infinity Ward sees Call of Duty as a PlayStation game. Because <laughs> if you look at the numbers, it outsold the PS3 copy by like 3 million copies. So, yeah. so I guess Mario will be beating the PlayStation 3 version of Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> well, that wraps up news. Uh, moving on to deals of the week. Our, our our resident deal guy, Carl, you got something? Yeah, I have a, a one good single deal here. Um, we just actually spoke about Sega and their you know their plastic goodness uh, back in the day, uh, but now we have some more plastic goodness not made by Sega, uh, but it is <laughs> <laughs> but it is licensed by Sega. Um, as many of you may have seen, I, I did uh, about a month or a few months ago talked about the portable Sega Genesis that had twenty games in it. Well, this Sega Genesis also has those same 20 games in it. Uh, but the kicker here is it's not a portable. Uh, it's small, so you can't take it with you, but it doesn't have its own screen. But it does come with two controllers, so you can play multiplayer. And it also has a cartridge port, so you can play all those other Genesis games that you buy for 20 and 30 cents at garage sales. Oh, bam. That, 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 it that has a cartridge it port? Wow. Yes, it has a cartridge port to play legitimate old or and illegitimate cartridges which is actually stated uh, in the description because there's actually an SD Genesis cartridge that is going to be available for it so I'm guessing now you just just get your own ROMs instead because I see no other reason for it to support an SD besides the emulation which the 20 games built into it are emulation as well but you know those of you who still have those old cartridges and your genesis doesn't work anymore or as in my nephew's genesis he broke the pin on the inside of it so you only get a black and white image with audio for some reason which is funny you can still get an image but he somehow messed up a pin that's that's sending the color I have a problem with the games that are on here (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, the same games. No, um, my assumption too. There's no battery backup because um, the period they chose all the games that do not save. Um, also, Sonic I don't know. Like Sonic saves, doesn't it? It's it saved when you had the Sonic Three cartridge to attach to it. Oh, that sucked. Yeah, because Sonic Three had the battery in it. So Sonic and Knuckles was just the other eight or nine levels and and hacks and cracks to allow knuckles on the previous nine, eight, eight stages, eight worlds, eight levels with the Michael Jackson music. And mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and this item is only $25. Um, the portable was 49. Um, I tried to find it on Amazon's website, but couldn't locate it. I'm um, just wondering if maybe <laughs> it was $25 also, um, because when they both were first announced, they both were retailing for $49. So, hey, you might be able to find, I said Amazon, I'm sorry. Uh, these actually are on buy.com. Um, so you might be able to go to buy.com and find that portable Genesis for 25 bucks. Uh, this is a great item. <laughs> I'd say for any gamer, $25, <laughs> a kid, um, an adult. You know I'm wondering? Games. You know what I'm really <laughs> wondering? I'm wondering if you give this to, say, maybe a kid, mm, four or eight. If, if, if you give them one, one of these in today's 
to in, in now in this day and age, will they just like look at you with a stupid grin and slap you across the face, <laughs> or will they take it and be happy? <laughs> like the graphics are so poor. I don't know. I don't. Well, it depends because game kids played the crap out of some DS. That's true. That's and true. They look better than that than Genesis, but, but not, incrementally better in 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 a lot of cases. They're in three D. A lot of times, <laughs> but they're still two D. You know, it's a good looking sprite looks better than a crappy three D model. That's yeah. very true. And I wonder how this will look on like you know the the forty and fifty inch HD TVs that are around now. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> but th- this is just continued proof that Sega is whoring out the first Sonic games because ever since the <laughs> fall of the Dreamcast, there has not been a console that all of the old Sonic games have been released for. Sega Arcade Collection. It's on every single console since then. PlayStation Portal, even Portables. Game Boy Advance, Nintendo DS, PSP. Um, Oh, Neo Geo Pocket Color, Wonder Swan. Uh, I saw saw on all those systems, too. So. hmm. You know what the Sonics everyone missed. But yeah, I, this this is definitely like the cartridge slot does it for me. The the included games, eh. But <laughs> the ability to plug in my old games. That a plus. $25 brand new Sega Genesis with two controllers. And support for proprietary wireless controllers made by the same people. I think they're called Fire Pro or something like that. Yeah, that's a lot of tech in the little box. <laughs> good, good old nostalgia. It's my tech in a box. <laughs> much cheaper, much cheaper than buying twenty Genesis games off Take of a console. <laughs> paying, paying shipping <laughs> for twenty different games. <laughs> yeah, well, that's deals of the week. Uh, moving on, we have what are we watching this week, Carl? We are watching. Well, actually, I will be watching it again because I watched it and I'm going to watch it more. Turtles Forever, the Turtles. Oh, uh, the Turtles. Great. Oh, I'm telling. I felt like a kid again. Uh, and I want to get this out of the way real quick. I do agree with everyone. They made my 80s turtles or early 90s turtles entirely too goofy. Um, <laughs> well, well but, let's explain what it is first. Yeah, yeah what, what is this take, Turtles Forever you speak of? Serge, you, you take that. Turtles Forever is the series finale of the Turtles series that has been playing on 4Kids television for the past, like, six years. And it stars the turtles from that series and it basically introduces a multiverse into the turtles uh universe. Da, 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 da. multiverse oh. um, <laughs> the best and, use of multiverse i've seen too oh yeah great use it, it introduces the 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 80s turtles into like the continuity of the new show they they pop up via some dimensional gate just like they used to in the old 80s show, go from dimension to dimension. Dimension and, X. Dimension <laughs> X. And it, it has cameos from uh, sh- the original Shredder, the original Krang, Bebop and Rocksteady are in it. Uh, it's got uh, the Technodrome. Yeah. It's got the original April. You add, they, <laughs> no, With the banana and yellow jumpsuit. Uh-huh. They, <laughs> they, they jump into the original dimension, and all the animation done uh, <laughs> by the by the, the four kids team is just fantastic because the color, the, the, the washed-out colors that were, uh, you know, around in the 80s, they, they were true to that. It it really felt like you were watching something from, from, uh, from the 80s, and the and as Carl was saying, yes, they played the, the the older characters a little too goofy, but I think it was done to contrast the 
the the current turtles. So so yeah, so you say the newer turtles went back to the older turtles time or whatever. What dimension? Or dimension? Are they drawn like they are now? Exactly. Yeah, yeah they maintain their art style. <laughs> so they're the only thing that's vibrant on the screen. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. yeah pretty. Yep. Exactly. And the other funny thing about it though is it almost just looks like like Big Brother Little Brother uh, per se because the current turtles are like a foot taller than the old turtles almost. So the old turtles look like a bunch of like just round bunches run back uh, children. Teenagers, uh, you may say. Teen- teenagers, prepubescent teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, the only yeah. thing that kind of stayed consistent in the dimensions um, was Splinter, pretty much. Even though in the 80s turtles, they combined Hamato Yoshi and Splinter. Uh, but he still was, you know, the the voice of voice of wisdom. Uh, yes, yes. Well, he's always played that, but uh, towards the middle of it, like right at the beginning of Act Three or the end of Act Two, there's probably the biggest Turtles fan like piece of fan Quidditch. service ever ever put on film ever ever. You know, you talking about the part where when he was looking for he was searching well, for a Turtles Prime. Yes, and I like I don't want to spoil anything because I I definitely suggest everyone watch it, but every piece of turtles uh pop culture every, everything turtles have ever been in at least rear their head in this sequence yeah <laughs> the movie turtles the well, I'm, I'm more like the li- the live action movie turtles the the cg movie turtles uh, I was like, every different version of the comic turtles that, that they could fit into this the christmas whole... special turtles uh. yeah <laughs> so, I mean, so they go to each of those dimensions well, no, they acknowledge those dimensions. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, and and uh, and again, I don't want to give anything away, but there is a third dimension that that is visited at the end, and it's Turtles Prime, and it is the original black and white turtles. And wow. it is so <laughs> awesome. I'm talking about like like Raphael has me laughing the whole time because he's like he's like just so annoyed by the younger turtles because they're like so goofy and they're like, why is he so serious? And then they go back to the original gritty black is animated in black and white and he's like they're like whoa everything's just so dark and so, so what you're saying like the prime turtles are hardcore oh the prime hardcore turtles are hardcore, hardcore yeah. yeah they i'm talking about to say how hardcore it is uh the four original turtles even though the other turtles probably weren't really trying to fight back uh those eight are whooped by the original four <laughs> yeah yeah and they all talk like this yeah, they, <laughs> they all got that. What are you? Who are you? They all sound like uh, Batman. But yeah, yeah. Like I, as I said, I don't, I don't want to to ruin it because it is, it is a great watch. And as I, as I said before the cast, th- this DVD can't come out fast enough. Oh, and it is, it is definitely fan service. If you watch the '80s Turtles and you watch some of today's, tur- watch some of today's Turtles, um, the amount, the throwbacks to to some of the. The running gags that they did in the series is in there, which, which was great. Uh, I I couldn't help but laugh. It, I think they made made '80s Shred, uh, Shredder a little too goofy too. But like one thing they had me like, like him and Crane was in there eating popcorn. It was like, whoa, he's good. It's like this Shredder's so much better. Yeah, <laughs> like eating popcorn. <laughs> like he enjoyed it. Like this, this is getting good. So so did they have Uncle Phil doing the voice? No, that's the downside. <laughs> the, the 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 voice actors were not the same. I, I, I'm, I'm sure. Sure, it was a it, it was a money thing because th- th- at this point, 
they knew the turtle show was ending. They have not had any episodes all year and they just wanted to close the book. And I'm sure they didn't get much money from four kids to make this. So they did very good, but yeah, that's what we're watching. I, I, yeah, I've got it. That's been eating at me for like two weeks since I watched it. I've been wanting to talk about that so much. You got it on tape now. I, I haven't deleted it from my uh, my my DVR. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say, how would I be able to watch this? Hmm. You can go on YouTube. <laughs> it is broken up into nine pieces, uh, each about ten six oh. to ten minutes long. I also think it's available to stream from the Four Kids website. Ah, uh, so I say I go there and leave. get better quality. There are also some some less than legal ways you can view it, but I don't condone <laughs> any of those. <laughs> hey, YouTube! Uh, if anyone gets in trouble, it's YouTube. So, part <laughs> <of it. laughs> okay, everybody, cro- everybody, cross their fingers for a Blu-ray release. Ah, moving on. What are we playing this week? Uh, I think I'll go first on what are we playing. I'll let you go next, Carl. All right. I've been playing Legend of Zelda: Spirit Tracks. And that is one Zelda-ass Zelda game. Because <laughs> it actually has Zelda like in more than just the end and beginning in the middle. Yeah, like Zelda's throughout the entire thing. But if you've played a Zelda game, you know how to play this Zelda game. And if you played um, the Phantom Hourglass, the other DS game, then you played this game. Because <laughs> it's basically the exact same thing. Uh, the, the, the biggest difference is instead of a boat, it's a train. <laughs> and there's a different story and of course Zelda is following you around the entire time. Now, I you know, I say that lightly as if, you know, I'm making fun of it, but it that you can't go wrong with a Zelda formula and the other DS game was fantastic, so this one so far has been really good. So can you switch back and forth between Link and Zelda or is it just Well, kind of draw a path for her to follow or <laughs> Pretty much, like you're walking around with Link, and she follows you. And at at times, she has to go step on certain switches, and you control her. And then you switch over back to Link, and he goes to the other switch. Or, you know, she has to sneak behind an enemy while you distract it. You know, it's it, 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 there's a lot of puzzles that that involve both of them, and you are controlling them both. But since yeah. she since she has been pulled from her actual body, and she's just a spirit, she has to actually possess some of the enemies. Yeah, so yeah, in the video they show she's pretty much uh, Alphonse Elric from Full Metal Alchemist. She's in, in that big, huge suit of armor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like for the anime fans. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get that reference at all, but <laughs> but yeah, she like she can possess the enemies, and the enemies, of course, have different uh, attacks. Some of them have like fire powers, and it's like, oh, you need to get through that door. You have to light that torch to get through the door. How are we going to do that? Oh, I'll just possess this guy with a torch. So you know it. It makes sense, and it's all zelda but as I said, if you like Zelda, you'll like this one. It almost makes me think, I don't know why, for some reason, when you said possess a character to solve the puzzle, it immediately made me think of, of Oddworld, for some reason. <laughs> makes me think of Geist. Ah, yeah, Geist. Is it that Prince of Persia game like that? Where girls follow you around? No, the girls follow you around. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, she's invincible. Well, she's invincible. Zelda's invincible, too, isn't she? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've also been playing one versus one hundred because that's back. The game show. Hey, doesn't doesn't uh, Howie Mandel host it? Or am I wrong? <laughs> no, that would be Deal or No Deal. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know one of them shows. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. One versus one hundred is back on Xbox Live, and and it's out of beta. 
So it was in it, beta. It was like in beta for, for the first season. Beta? For, and it's still free. It's, Wait, did you say first season? Oh, yeah, well, I guess they're calling it seasons, but yeah, like they had it last year, <laughs> earlier this year as a beta, as a first season. The second season's out, and it's pretty much the same. You still answer questions, but this time they have achievements. So, <laughs> oh, say, I'm playing the crap out of one versus 100 to get my 200 achievements. So, supposedly, you're playing against other humans or. Is there, is, there, is there a network play? Are you like it's that? like a live play. You're playing against actual people. It, it, kinda. It's it's basically just trivia. Um, you know, and, I still don't know the concept of, of that show. How, how that? I have no idea. <laughs> uh, well, the, the concept of the TV show is you have one person who is answering the same question that a hundred people are answering, and every time a person in the hundred misses the question, they're eliminated, and uh, you're supposed to outlast all one hundred. Okay, well, they could go on forever, or do they purposely pick a lot of uh, dumb people? Or, well, I can't really say dumb. A lot of people would, yeah, you can't really say dumb anymore because because game shows now are not always just by the book knowledge. You got all that pop culture stuff in it too. So, or you can just have your laptop sit beside you and Google it. Oh no, no! <laughs> like I wish you could. Like the, the time limits too fast. Quickly, there's no way. You and can... another thing too, though, I get to think about is the person. What does the person in the one hundred who does he get anything, or can he come down and compete against the other 100 eventually? Well, the the way the, the way the Xbox Live version works, there's two different uh, there's two different versions of it. There's the actual live show that is hosted by Chris Cashman, and then there's <laughs> extended play. The live show they actually choose people for the mob, which is the hundred, and they choose somebody as the one. Wait, and, did you say extended play? Wasn't that uh, X Play's old name? Extended, I don't know. <laughs> but when when they have the live one that is actually hosted, the the one has a chance to actually win like ten thousand gamer points or something. Not going, um, but like Xbox, Xbox Live, yeah, Xbox currency. And the people in the mob, they also get <laughs> currency, but they only get it if they survive through a certain number of questions or through a certain number of eliminations. Oh, now that is, Makes sense. that is awesome right yeah, there. Yeah, so like if you're one of the last 25 left in the mob, you get X number of X, you know, Xbox Live points. Yeah. I know they had a, a few shows where like Major Nelson was hosting or something like that or helping host or something. Oh, yeah. But, like they, they, they bring in guest guest hosts or guest co-hosts, and they do the live show like maybe three times a week. But so they could do they could combine the live show one time with the 100 people on the live show could just be 100 Xbox users. <laughs> and let me guess, you use your avatar. You do use your avatar. Your <laughs> avatar and your avatar dances. Oh gosh! Like, in ways that he doesn't dance in the uh, create avatar thing. Yes, he's, he's he isn't just pointing his finger in there all the time. Is he? Oh no, it's off. <laughs> like he does the Carlton from uh, Fresh Don't Prince. Don't you mean the, the uh, Newman guy? What's the name? What? You know what I'm talking about. The guy he gets that from, the uh, uh, Wayne Newton or whatever. Oh yeah, okay, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, the dancing's awesome and extended play, which is the other version. It's it's basically just trivia, and you get more points if you answer questions that the people that everyone else doesn't answer. So if you answer one that everyone missed, you get more points. Okay, but it's basically just trivia, and it's it's fun, it's fun to play with the wife because. What I don't know, she does. So we get a lot of questions right. Uh, Two minds are better than one. 
but yeah, we exhausted that topic. But Carl, what are you playing? <laughs> uh, well, uh, one one thing I actually wasn't playing, where I, well, I'm always playing Street Fighter, uh, but I got tired of playing one day, so I went online um, through Street Fighter. You still must own a copy of Street Fighter. Um, you can go to the championship rosters, and then you can watch people's championship matches, which, for me, watching them makes me say. Wow, I can beat those people. Like, cause you can watch the people in like the very high G one ranks. Uh, meaning these people have accumulated like over two thousand, I think, over two thousand, twenty thousand points. And I've watched those matches, and the ones at the very top are, are people who somehow hacked or cheated or whatever. Cause you'll watch the video, and another character just stands there while the other guy just wins. Like, <laughs> like that is ridiculous. They, that's that's how come fun. Capcom isn't filtering this or just taking them people down? Because like have- I said, I said maybe they were beta testers or something, and they just left them up there. They they they, they screw it. Well, it costs money to clear that or whatever. But uh, it's a good way to watch it, and you can learn. You can learn, you know, fighting strategies watching it, and you can actually. Um, because it's not a video. It's actually it actually recorded their I guess their entire button input. And then it's just replaying that using your game to render the fight and ah, everything. So you can turn so so you can turn on uh, player input and see exactly what button the person is pressing at certain moments. And you know, like say the guy is like using guile or something, so you know when he's holding back or something to charge up a sonic boom or down and do a flash kick or or tell when the guy's getting ready to do it. Sure, you can by holding forward or or when he starts his first fireball command before he does the next one to do a super move. So. It's, you know, it, it can help you with your timing, um, look for patterns, what people are expecting you to do and what you can bait them into doing. So it's it's a good way to learn to play more, pe- to beat more people online. Um, but the other game I'm playing, though, is uh, Team Fortress 2, which I play a lot, too. So still? I'm still playing 2 old. Yep, still Never playing. Dies. <laughs> Valve just released another update. They, they're, they're forever updating this game, and you got to love it. They're now doing a war, uh, a soldier versus demo uh, update is what they're calling it. Um, what they're doing, this update is counting how many demo men are killed by soldiers, how many soldiers are killed by demo men. Uh, they have to be killed by that opposing party or it won't count it. Um, after, at the end of the week, one of those classes is going to get a special weapon. Uh, whoever you know has the most kills, and these kills are counted by me and you or whoever's playing online. Um, so that using all that to tally it up uh, every two days, I think they say to check the website. There's going to be a new demo man or and soldier weapon released. I think up to or item because uh, it's not always something to kill people with. Sometimes it might be some other kind of little skill or stat boost type thing. Um, so each class is going to get three additional items, and then. Um, at the very end, who uh, whoever had the highest kill count of the opposing uh, individual will get a that class will get a seventh item. Um, so they're pretty much letting the people, the players, determine who gets it. Um, I, from what from my playing, I'm sure the soldier's gonna get it uh, because everyone is playing. Because uh, in the map, you know, you have 16 versus 16. Demo men are good for defense, meaning they can sit landmines and sticky bones to blow you up when you try to pass through an opening. But when you have 16 soldiers just firing rockets everywhere, <laughs> it's <laughs> there's nothing the demo men can do almost. So it, it, the soldiers are going to get it. But I love these updates, and I can't wait for the pyro update. Uh, I want my pyro, the pyro, the pyro, the and the medic are the only two left who have not received their, their meet the character video and everyone's still speculating whether or not the pyro is actually a woman. So that's, that's like a big little team fortress, uh, 
uh, forums rumor uh, that everyone is hoping is true. So, uh, is this is this versus thing going to be uh, ongoing every week, or is it um, just one week? I think it's just it's just this entire week. Okay. Um, but but uh, that's well, that's that's the like you could people could easily do it at any time. Like server admins can set the room to only allow soldiers and demo men. Um, but the the perk of it being done now is the fact that Valve is keeping track of it. Uh, actually, the update that they released actually has a head count at the top of your screen, letting you know yourself how many demo men or how many soldiers you killed, and you get achievements for getting like 25 or killing 15, and say contributing to the war total. Um, so, and then you know everyone's playing as those characters too because Valve does a random item uh release type thing so you have to be like playing the game playing as that character and at some at some point valve's random system be like hey let's give you a new weapon so everybody wants to see what this new item is um and there's three for both classes and then at the end of the week the head counts are tallied and the one with the top head count gets the special uh seventh item or i guess you can say fourth item for that class and only one class gets it oh wow that's kind of cool. Yeah. Like, it, it's amazing that they've they've they're they're still supporting this game, and it's been out for what three years? Three three plus years at best. And <laughs> I, 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 I want to know how they're funding this. I mean, they're funding it with Left which, for Dead which, money with Steam. Yeah, they have they no make money off every game so on Steam. I mean, but the, but they're steady giving content for a game that's three years old. I mean, at some point you have to say, uh, "I'm gonna stop supporting this DLC and I'm gonna release a new game." Although uh-huh. I like I like free stuff, but that's why everybody was so mad at Left 4 Dead too. They're like, "Why couldn't you just update it like Team Fortress?" I mean, okay, I mean, uh, I I see that case because it was like less than a year, but in this case, the game has been out three years. And and my my question is, is this really? Generating more sales, or is no, this just it can't catering, be. It's just catering <laughs> to who's already playing? I don't know now. It it might be. I know it keeps me on Steam. I haven't been. I, I don't. I haven't been to di- direct to drive ever. I stay on. I stay on Steam. I pop Steam up and I see that front page. Say, hey, two dollars. Ooh, I guess I'll buy that game. That's not bad. Dude. Well, you make it even think this is like an advertising tool or whatever, or keep people like, on Steam. Yeah, like you said, as long as you stay within the Steam universe, you're going to eventually see something else you want to buy or that you want. Or so you, you're going to tell your friends to come play with you, and then they're going to buy on Steam. Or... Yeah, I mean, they they need to do something fresh, though, because <laughs> I think it's just a little too long to be supporting something with DLC. Half-Life 2, Episode 3. That's all I want. <laughs> and that could be what they're doing too. This maybe while they work on Half Life Two, this is I don't know, keeping all the ideas fresh or keeping. Well, that, that's the other thing that might suck though. What if Half Life Three just turned out to be Team Fortress? Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> I just. And also, then again, <laughs> this update that you're, you're you're saying they're doing or they just did is yeah. it, it sounds like something that doesn't take a whole lot of manpower if they're just adding new weapons. True. <laughs> yeah. They just added yeah. a new weapon, and they just added a head counter to 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 count when you kill yeah. a certain class so playing as a certain class. It's, it's, probably it's, something. Just, it's just like Surge, uh, you know, loving when like say, uh, like I, I think I bet Surge would get a game if they just every once in a while just say, hey, let's make up a new achievement. <laughs> <laughs> let's all of a sudden say, hey, Surge, uh, you want a new achievement? What if 
Uh, let's see. It's called Burnout oh. Paradise. <laughs> <laughs> yep, pretty much. Give they us another eight them. bucks, and we'll give you two hundred more points. <laughs> yeah. That you have to work for. Yes. <laughs> okay, so that's what we're playing. Uh, let's jump straight. We're we're about to hit our hit our time. Um, tech tip of the week, Clarence, okay. you're up. Yeah. I have two. Uh, I'll go ahead and start with the first one. It is uh, the name of it is Airfoil. It's a uh, Windows, Mac, and Linux product. And what Airfoil does is as <clears throat> excuse me, it allows you to stream your music to different computers. So I mean, the instance where you would use this is in a case where you're having, uh, let's say, a Christmas party, and you want music in multiple rooms, but you want the music to you're playing to be the same exact thing. And rather than running speaker wire to each room or or having some type of wireless, um, I don't know, wireless, like uh, the Air Express or something that Apple uses. Both of which are a pain in the ass. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can use this software-based product, which you run it on your main computer, and you also run it on the uh, remote computers that you want to also play the audio. So say you have a computer in your bedroom, you have one in the... The, the, the main office, and you have one maybe in the living room somewhere. You can have the same exact audio playing synced in each of the rooms. Um, that is awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, and, I just, and I, go ahead. Oh, I just thought of a way to, be, to, to beat that and be super cheap because you know, <laughs> computers aren't really that cheap. Get you, an, get you an FM transmitter and just tune everything to the same radio station. Yeah, but then it sounds like crap. Mm, not really. Really? Yeah, that, 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 yeah, that's that certainly could work. Yeah, that, that's pretty <laughs> cheap too. I never thought of that actually. But you do have to have a radio in every room to do that. So I mean, this is just hooked up yeah, to this, a computer in every room for this though, won't yeah. you? Well, well this, this is just the case. Yeah, when you have computers in every room already, or you're not going to buy a computer for this, obviously. Or <laughs> laptops, laptops. Yeah, laptops. laptops. Like in my house, I have a computer and two laptops. Yeah. So we could e- I could easily do this in my bedroom, in the living room, in my office, and it just be bumping all over the place. Yeah. And I, I I did get a chance to actually try it out. I tried it up on uh, my main laptop, and I added it to a Linux uh, laptop I had, Ubuntu. Uh, and the quality <laughs> is acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> so my FM transmitter idea is. Uh, Actually, <laughs> plausible. The, the quality isn't great, and and I could probably attribute that to the computer I'm running on. I'm serving it from isn't a very powerful computer, so it's, I, I'm having a feeling that it is not only bandwidth intensive, it's pro- intensive. It's probably also processor intensive. But I ran it. It it was okay. It was cool. I said, "Wife, come here and listen to this." Blah blah blah. <laughs> she liked it, you know. But so so what it's doing is actually. Going out to every, so I guess you have one hub system. It's going out to every computer running this software, playing the music, and making sure that they all have the exact same time timing. Yes, so that, it is perfectly synced. That, wow, I give that, that's the whole that. purpose of it <laughs> <laughs> to have perfectly synced audio in every room. And yeah. like I said, I tried it, it worked okay. Um, this free version only allows you to do 10 minutes, but you can buy. You don't have minutes. <laughs> yeah, you you don't have to buy it for one computer to actually stream it to every computer. Like the remotes are free. You just just have to buy the main software to actually ha- uh, broadcast it. 
uh, unlimitedly on every room in every room. Three and a half songs. Let's see, twenty five bucks for twenty five dollars. Let's see, go buy you a twenty dollar FM transmitter. You can't get a decent one for twenty five bucks, dude. Yes, you can. Yeah. But that being said, an FM transmit ain't gonna transmit throughout your old house though, more than likely. Use them in your car where you're like three feet from the radio. Three feet. Yeah, you are right about you are right about that. Yeah. If you go through a wall, it probably wouldn't even reach the bathroom from your computer. <laughs> you in the bathroom You 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 had another tech tip? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and um <clears throat> okay, we're moving into the digital age or whatever. Everything is moving to our computers oh, like electronics more. Um, a lot of people have their devices where they have to, they're constantly plug them in, plugging them in and out of computers to uh, charge up their cell phones, MP3 players, whatever. Wouldn't it be nice to have a, a, a USB socket built into the wall? That's <laughs> awesome, dude. And uh, what this uh, basically is, is a hack showing you how to actually hack your uh, power socket to put a USB port in there to charge <laughs> your devices. <laughs> wow. Really? And I'm thinking this is something that just should 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 start being standard in homes since we're in this day and age. Yeah, and like why does this have to be a, a do-it-yourself? Why is it this <laughs> on the shelf, shelf at, at at Home Depot? Well, you can yeah. oh well, yeah that outlet isn't, but you know everyone make there's lots of uh like AC plugs that have a USB port in them. Yeah, and I, <clears throat> I mean, like I said, I will say this is something that should be standard that in every home, but. But I still look at homes I'm seeing built now, and a lot of them still don't even have our Ethernet ran to every room. So, like mine, yeah. So it's just something you have to do yourself. It's, <laughs> you it's, know- <laughs> a, it's a cool little cheap ten dollar hack that you can do. Just don't burn down your house. Yeah, yeah. don't burn down your product because let's see, USB stuff really only needs five volts going into it. So one cross wire could send a full one twenty of AC current into your product. Techpedition.com suggests that you have a licensed electrician on hand when doing any work to your to, to your power in your home. Techpedition.com <laughs> is not responsible for any mishaps that may or may not happen when making this hack in your wall. And Continue. remember, always first turn off the power. <laughs> Again, that's all I have uh, for the tech tips. Yeah, awesome. I, I have a quick, real quick tech tip. If if you're in your car and you're using a tape adapter from a, a like a a music device to play music through your speakers, and you're like, man, this really sounds like crap. <laughs> turn your iPod or Zoom down. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah don't don't put it on a hundred. Go at seventy Took or seventy percent. Weeks to figure that crap out. Once I figured it out, I was I felt like a dumbass and a genius. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like FM transmitters actually say that. They say if your volume control goes up to a hundred, stop at seventy seventy five. Uh, if it if it goes up to thirty, stop at twenty five per se. They say always like I don't know one third, like two thirds max volume or something like that. Seventy five percent max yeah. uh, max volume. What they say you should do. I usually do half, but. You know something was really funny? Like the tape adapter sounds like twice as good as the um the FM transmitter to me. It really yeah, it, does. It, it, it does. Like I I've I've tried the FM transmitter. I'm like, screw it, man. I'm just waiting till I can get a, a proper uh three inch jack plug to plug in my MP three player because it, it's it's just not 
doing doing it for me, you know? Yeah, like I don't I hadn't gotten down to all only thing I use my transmitter for now is to charge my phone because it has a USB plug in it. And I'll just go I'll just burn an MP three C D. Because the other problem with the FM transmitter, for some reason, maybe I got a crappy one, it does not send good highs and lows through. Dude, I, I think there's all of them. Cause the last, him, dude. Yeah, well, the last one I bought, I bought like a cheap one that cost $10. But like the first one I ever bought, I bought one of them iTrips. It was like 60 bucks. I like, I'm going, I'm going to get, get a real one. I'm going to go all out. <laughs> man, I had thing. I, I took it home. Well, drove home, man. I like took it back the next day, man. Got my money back. <laughs> I'm like, this, this thing is crap. I missed the radio in my old SUV because it has the three and a half millimeter jack in it, seven speakers, twelve inch subwoofer, one thousand watt, uh, fifteen one and a half ferret capacitor. Oh, 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 I missed that thing. I need to get my truck back running. I missed the thunder. Speaking of music, we do have a tech roundup uh, topic. Uh yeah, I was hoping Kara would be on because me and him both have played around with this service. La la dot com. La la. <clears throat> Yeah, and what Lala does is it. Uh, well, first, at first glance, I just went here and I started playing some music because there's some music I wanted to hear that I didn't have CDs for that I just wanted to try out. And you can actually play the full track without even signing in anything. Just go to the website and, and you can just play play any track you can find. The full track they have whole albums on here and everything. Hey, Eminem. Uh, yeah, the problem is they won't. You can't play. Uh, I think if you play one song. Like so many times within a minute, uh, in ten minutes or whatever an hour, they won't. Let, they only let you hear the thirty second clip. But I mean, you can go through and like listen to a whole album, no problem. I mean, without signing in anything. Hmm. Now, now the the main basis of this service is what they want you to do is is actually sign up for an account and quote unquote upload your library. Okay, what this is actually doing is not doing an actual upload of your library. What it's doing is scanning your music and seeing what tracks you have. It matches those tracks to the tracks on the Lala servers. And if it finds a definite match, it allows you to stream those tracks from Lala as many times as you want. Which so was, that's ass backwards. So, so the other but, users, but so people who legitimately, well, I'm going to say legitimately. So if enough people... Uh, share their their list, their album list, and there's enough of it for that song. It pretty much lets the rest of the internet hear it for free because no, it's no, no. proof that enough people have that song. No. Well, no, 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 no. Okay, what I'm saying is they have their library of MP3s already on their server, on their site, to yeah. stream. What it does is when you upload, quote-unquote, upload your album, it just matches those tracks on your computer to the tracks they already have online, so you can listen to those songs as many as much as you want from anywhere you can log into a browser. Because they're oh, saying okay. it's uh, legally it's legally in your collection. You legally oh, own that song. So, so what it's really doing is it's it's stopping it where you have to have your server running at home. All no, 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 what, no, no, no. You don't have to have once it verifies that it is on your computer. Then you yeah. can log in from anywhere, and you don't have to even have your computer on. You can yeah, just yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like Winamp, like I can play Winamp, but my computer has to be on and the Winamp remote has to be running. But once this, this thing verifies the songs you have, it associates your entire list with your account. So wherever you log in, it, you can listen to that music. Yes, without, e- without yes. E- even though it's on their server, they're verified, they've already verified that you have that song in your collection. Wow. You say, I, like, I, I see the point now, but at face value, it sounds really dumb. Like. Yeah. 
play the music that you own all you want from yeah, us and, and not yeah, from you. Yeah, yeah, good good point. And another cool thing is if you will like uh just browse on there for an album, any album at all, you will see two um two buy album uh sections. One is for um to buy the web app and one is for to to buy and download the actual mp3s from like a third party site like iTunes or something but if you buy the web album you you can buy the album for listening on the web for like a dollar and 40 cents or i think the price varies anywhere from a dollar 50 cents to two dollars you can buy the actual web album and then you have access to listen to stream that album as much as you want anytime you want from the service See, you is can't it, download is it cheaper music to buy the web album, huh? Is it cheaper to buy the web album? Yes, yeah, like a dollar and fifty cents to buy the whole web album. What? Rather, rather than paying ten dollars, you could pay you could pay the regular price and buy the whole album MP3s to download. But I think the model they're getting at here is if if you think of everything is moving to the cloud, everything is going online. Oh, the cloud so, again. The cloud. So, so just cloud say. Nine. Just say your whole your whole app, uh, music library is in the cloud. You're already always connected to the internet, so why would you ever need that on your computer if you can just make playlists and do all this stuff from this online application? So I I think it's a good idea, and they're moving. It, it's just it's the first service of this kind that I've seen, other than places like Rhapsody, where you pay five dollars to listen to anything every month. It's just taking that subscription model away and, and doing it on a track basis mm-hmm. and also matching to what you already have. So can you download your songs from here or are you just stream them? You, you can download if you buy the full album. If you buy yeah, the web yeah, if you buy the web album, you can only stream it. Yeah, because that's what I was wondering. Cause I was like, it could be kind of like Steam. You know how like with Steam, you can go to the store, buy the game. And then yeah. when you start installing on your computer Steam, like, okay, hey, we associate this with your account. You don't ever need that disk anymore. If you ever da- delete it or go somewhere else, just sign into Steam and download and install it wherever you are. Um, so I say, you know, that make a this place could be like uh, your song storage, almost uh, per se. Uh, where, yeah. But like you said, they're trying to put everything in the cloud. They say, you know, everything's on the internet. Uh, the only downside to that is. What, it's in the cloud. What if the, what if the power go out? What, <laughs> if the cloud, what if it start raining and you don't have internet connection? You yeah, yeah the advantage to this is ultimately also its downfall. But one more, uh, I don't want to prolong this, but one more interesting tidbit on this is that Apple recently acquired Lala. So, yeah, I don't know if they're just going to completely shut it down or, or they're going to try to integrate this into their service or they just bought them for the developers. I don't know. But it'll be interesting to see what they do with this, nonetheless. When how long it's been available? We need to come up yeah. with something. Just I just discovered it, man. I don't know how long it's been available, though. So, uh, so uh, at at what point do you think we're going to find out that the cloud is actually Cyberdyne? <laughs> uh, when when the clouds start looking like mushrooms. <laughs> 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 okay, but we're we're running out of time. I I see you have an uh, an anime topic, but we can we can hold that until Fairy's back. And unless uh, you want to hit it this week, I'll go ahead and hit it. Uh, it's super short. Um, I just wanted to make one statement. Uh, Donzo is the pretty much almost like the main bad guy in the Naruto universe now, as well as the Madara Uchiha guy. Um, Donzo has always been bandaged up, so people are wondering, like, what is he hiding? What is his ability? He reveals that today um, on Naruto, the Naruto manga. His entire arm has the Uchiha's uh, Sharingan eyes, like, all over it, 
all over it, like nine, ten eyes, twelve eyes. Um, and his other eye is covered, so I'm guessing he's actually looking through the eyes in his arm. Um, so I'm not sure what abilities this is going to grant him. I'm assuming he got all these eyes from when uh, he had when when he had Itachi uh, kill the entire Uchiha clan. So I'm guessing he went in and took everybody's eyes and put them in his arm. Um, the next manga should let us see what he can do with his all-seeing arm. <laughs> all seeing arm. <laughs> that is great. <laughs> I think we got a show title. <laughs> okay, well, we're running long, so uh, I thank everyone for listening to the Tech Edition podcast this week. Yep, I want to thank you guys for listening also. Uh, hey, check, hit, hit, up, hit up the site uh, just to rub sand in all my buddies' faces. Uh, I want, for this week, I want all you ladies to make the Twilight Post our heavy, our most hit page on the site. <laughs> At the very least, you'll get a good laugh. Because that's the funny stuff. <laughs> all right, well, visit the site, techpedition.com. Send us some emails, fans at techpedition.com. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Yeah, uh, if you like Team Fortress also, or Left 4 Dead 1, or Left 4 Dead 2, or Street Fighter 4, and you're on Steam, look for Caesar. I'm on there. I'm a hell of a challenge. I'll beat you. <laughs> All right. See ya. Uh, okay, catch you next week. Go south. Very, very quick. 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 Go south. I can't. I can't beat that. <laughs> I just smells burnt and dusty. Got okay. my tech in the box. Wow. Tech in a box, baby. Tech in a box.